Well, hey, everybody, once again, welcome back into the Do Something Together podcast and video series. Uh, the first half of these episodes, we asked the questions why. This back half, we're answering those questions, hopefully, and talking about the how. Uh, I'm joined once again today by Robbie Atkinson, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, women and how specifically how women can empower each other and get connected in the community. And so, Robbie, you ready to go? Let's do it. Okay, let's get started. Here we go. All right. Well, Robbie, uh, thanks for for hopping on again. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for being here. Um, So I asked you this last time, maybe there's something different this time, but just in case uh, people (laughs) skipped ahead and just joined this one for some reason, uh, just tell people a little bit about who you are uh, or something that they may not know or something interesting. Okay. Hmm. I feel like I'm pretty boring. <laughs> See, I lived in Cersei basically my whole life. Yeah. Um, actually, I grew up in a little bitty town called Higginson, yeah. right outside of Cersei, to be honest. Um, They'll let you speed over there. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you know what? They won't. <laughs> they will not. <laughs> Uh, maybe <laughs> I know. So my funny story. Okay, here you go. Here's a funny one. So growing up, um, I, we did. I grew up in Higginson, and um, my mom um, and I were going out to my grandmother's on Thanksgiving Day. I was probably 16 or 17 years old, and I drove separately. And we both got pulled over by the same cop. <laughs> heading out of Higginson to north of Cersei oh, to my, my grandmother's gosh. house in totally separate time frames. So it's pretty comical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something we still laugh about today. Those are some of my only memories of, of going through Higginson is they did they just love finding they love finding you. They'll yeah. get you. They'll get you. <laughs> they will get you. Um well today uh we are this is part two of our conversation about uh you know just how how women can get connected and uh I learned some stuff last time we talked, so I'm excited to to find some more stuff out. Uh, again, I have statistics. Just okay, let's that, hear it. That is me. Um, so one thing I read I thought was really interesting. I don't know that this is an actual statistic, but it's just something I read that was interesting. It says, while men will go into fight or flight mode, studies have shown that women who are stressed tend to respond with a reaction they're calling tend and befriend. Um, this means women will tend to nurture those around them and reach out to others for support. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's just what this article said. Uh, one study, though, this is from the Pew Research Center, so you know they're good. Women who are actively involved in church groups are more likely to report having a strong social support uh, network. In a study, 79% of women involved in religious activities reported having someone they could turn to for help. This is 12% higher than women who are not involved wow. in church. So obviously, you know, and based on our conversation last time, having healthy relationships, having a healthy structure of community is really, really important. Um, let's start with just really basic stuff. Like what are things that, that the, the average woman listening to this can do to help in, empower other women in this area to have healthy relationships or to find community? Oh, goodness. How can I empower other women yeah. to, uh, I think it needs to be talked about. Like, um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about, um, you know, we, there was a time when, you know, in, when you're a teenager, you want relationships. And so it's like, who's this friend and who are my friends? And, um, so I think it's encouraging women to, to get, to build friendships and relationships. Um, and, um, you know, I think something quantity isn't necessary 
something important. Mm. Uh, you know, when you're 16, 17, you know, the number of friends that you have may be important. Right. Um, as I've gotten older, I realize it's really the quality of friendships that yeah. I have. So, um, you know, I just think it's important that we encourage that in one another. That's good. I like that a lot. Um, so one of the things that I, I know just kind of in quick researching this topic, um, one thing that kept kind of popping up was like, how can other women help empower each other uh, or how can having a good community encourage each other for their goals and their aspirations and the things okay. that they're, they're dreaming up. And uh-huh. it can be a plethora of things. It can be career goals or family goals or just personal. Goals. So have you noticed that one? Um, and then in what ways? Yeah, I think that you, that is definitely, um, you know, if you have a group of friends and you're, you're all stay-at-home moms, and hats off to all the stay-at-home moms. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you're going to encourage each other in that. You're going to know. I think it's because it, it comes to that. Um, there's an understanding of where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that just is um, important. And to have that, um, people that are surrounding you, I mean, yes, it's important to have those people who are different than you and have different goals, but then you also have those friends that are kind of in similar veins as you. Same thing with careers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just being able to encourage one another, even if I mean, you've had a terrible day um, just to be able to reach out to a friend and go, I've had this terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day at work. And I know you're going to understand because you have, you know, a similar or in a similar vein of work as me. And um, just how do you navigate that? And I think it's just, you know, encouraging and you can build each other up to to that understanding. That's good. Um, one thing kind of I was thinking about while we were talking to there is is balance. Mm. Having having good, a balanced community and relationships and friendships. Uh, you mentioned the last time we talked about how, you know, uh, a toxic relationship or, or uh, one of the signs of a negative one is one that says, well, I just want to tell you about my stuff and not ask you about yours. Mm-hmm. So very practically – what are practical things that, that we can do to have a better balance in, in our relationships? Mm. I, I think again, and I've, I feel like I've said this um, several times, but um, just that give and take, um, don't be the taker. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, if you're listening to this right now and you're reflecting on conversations that you've had with your friends and you're going, Ooh, I'm always the taker. Um, Now, I do think there are seasons. So, you know, maybe you've gone through a loss or um, you're having um, a really hard time with your children or in a marriage or um, so there are seasons of friendships where you may feel like I'm taking all the time, but that is just a season and that's okay. But it's when you reflect and go, I mean, this has always been the case and I'm always that friend who, I mean, I'm always, it's selfish. And so I think that is just going, Hey, how can I reflect and make sure that I'm doing my part in this relationship? So this, this may be a hard question. Oh dear. Okay. But say, say you're the, on the receiving end of a taker. Okay. How do you how do you talk about that? Like oh. how, how do you bring that up without it, you know, yeah. just really being like 
because I mean, one thing we mentioned last time, like it'll stay with, with you. Sure. So how do you, how do you clear the air? <laughs> you know, I, I would say this. So, um, if you have a friend or relationships that with someone who's a taker, it's okay to back away from that. Um, it's okay to stop pursuing that. Um, it's okay to say goodbye to relationships. Um, and so, I mean, maybe it's somebody that you've had in your life for a really long time. You don't have to be like, Hey, peace out. See you later. I'm not going to be your friend anymore, but you also don't have to pursue that. So I think, I think just like giving you the okay to go, it's okay. You know, like, you know, what's that? Like, um, gently walk out of the room. Yeah. I mean, gently walk out of the room. It's, you know, if they need you, if they need something great, but, but just don't, don't be the pursuant of it. Yeah. Um, I think we've brought this up in the series at some point before, but you know, one thing that I've always heard and often taught is that, you know, you're the average of your five closest friends Mm. that you've got people who are further along than you, people who are, or you're bringing up, um, and that just leads me to, to this question. What what kind of people, and this may be a hard one too, I don't know. What kind of people do you need in your life? You know, from a from a mm. from a woman's perspective. I know as a guy, I know I want, you know, I want some some guys who are, you know, I want some who are a little bit more, you know, masculine, who are, who are look butch guys, and I need some guys who are also appeal to the nerd in me. You know, I need I need that sure. kind of diversity. So yeah. What kind of what kind of women do do women need in their lives? Well, I think um, it's kind of the same, and it goes back to that balance. You know, I think it's important. So, um, I have a friend who's sixteen, seventeen years older than I am, and it's one of those that I just really look up to, yeah. and that I'm gonna. And she and I don't do something every day. We don't reach out to each other every day. But I know if I need something, I can reach out to her and same for her to me. Um, And then, um, you know, I think it's just going like, I think it's important to have relationships that push us too. Like, you know, make you be better, you know, um, push you to be a better person, to be um, whether... and who knows what that's like, right? So again, you may have a mom who um, you just want to be a better mom. Well, surround yourselves with people who you feel like are perceiving to be a better mom. Most likely they're not a better mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most likely they're not, but you perceive them to be a better right. mom and you can learn from them. I mean, I can learn. I have learned. I can learn from any situation. Yeah. And and I should open my eyes up to be able to do that, um, that I need to have my eyes open even if the situation is bad, even if the relationship is not one that I want to continue, there's something that I can learn from that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's important to keep that in mind. Let's, let's keep on that vein for a minute. How, okay. how important is it to have people who are for, mentors, people who are further mm-hmm. along? I mean, you, you've already talked about it a little bit, how, you know, it, you can learn from any situation, but like, one thing I heard somebody say one time is that if if you are looking for a mentor, you have to ask them. You can't wait on them to ask you to be their mentee. Oh, yeah. And so how how, how um, important is it to seek after people like that in your yeah. life? I mean, I think, gosh, I think it's so important, you know, whether it's, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be, um, you know, your mentor doesn't have to be your bestie. Mm. 
I mean, I, I think that's kind of a, you know, not correct perception of that, that, yeah. um, you know, you can have a mentor who is your boss could be your mentor, you know, um, and it's just somebody who really is um, pushing you to be, be and strive to be better. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a saying that if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. And so I want my relationships to grow me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I want my friendships. Like I don't want somebody who agrees with me yeah. all the time. You know, yeah. I want somebody who's going to challenge my thought process or, um, you know, steps that I'm taking um, and correct me too. If, if they feel like I'm not going in the right direction. Yeah, that's good. Um, so we've talked a lot about like those kinds of, what, what would you say, you mentioned last ep- last episode, last time we talked about, um, you know, and even this one, I believe, like quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there may be some people out there that feel like if they don't have a ton of followers on Instagram or mm-hmm. if they don't have, that just seems to be, you know, a very popular uh, viewpoint. So what do you, what do you tell people who are trying to be trying too hard maybe to be popular or mm-hmm. think they have to look the certain way or act the certain way or have the certain friends? Um, I mean, what would you tell people like that? Um, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously. Um, comparison is the thief of joy mm-hmm. and that, I mean, that's so true. Um, but why? Yeah. I think, I think that that would be my biggest thing to them is, is Why? Um, because that's a lot of juggling. Um, you're putting a lot more pressure on yourself than has to be. Um, and so I think I just want to dig deeper with that person and be like, really, like it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what are you gaining from having, you know, a million followers on social media, except maybe a little bit of money, yeah. <laughs> a, little bit. <laughs> a little bit, right? Um, but seriously, like if, if you're striving for that, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a really unhealthy place probably. Now, I think a lot of people who end up with millions of, or hundreds of thousands, I guess I should say of followers kind of happened organically, you know, and then, and then you're juggling to keep that spinning. I think that could be a a little bit different, but, um, you know, just, just really dig into the why and, and is it worth it? And are you spending hours a day spinning wheels on that, of something that really isn't going to be matter going to matter. And um, when you could be spending a much lesser amount of time and building quality mm. relationships, yeah. you know, what, where's your focus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what would you, what would you look at when it, because like celebrity culture mm. can, takes, can take anybody, but you know, I just know, and I hope I hope this doesn't come across like I'm stereotyping or anything like that, but I do know, you know, again, I did student ministry, and I would hear about these, I would hear our leaders talk about these girls who see these Kardashians on Instagram or these these actresses on TV and movies and models in magazines and stuff like that, and they can just, they can be almost depressed by because yep. they don't feel like they measure up. Yes. And you've already talked about comparison, but... What, what do you tell the younger generations when they're trying to live up to something that is photoshopped and faked and even personality and videos that the people are recording is all scripted? And mm-hmm. I mean, what do you tell the girls out there 
Gosh. Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah. I think, okay, so first of all, and I wish I had the statistic pulled up, um, but I just read it in the last couple days. But the the percentage, parents, listen. If you're listening right now, listen to this. Um, I wish I could find this the exact statistic, but the percentage of um, mental health disorders mm. that come, so the younger that you are, that you get a smartphone the greater percentages that you're going to have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just something to really consider and think about. Um, uh, this may be straying a little bit, but so. with Riley, um, she's 17, um, I guess kind of 17 and a half. She's about to be a senior in high school. And we chose, um, she, she had a phone probably earlier than I would have liked her to have, but I, we were just busy and we wanted to be able to keep in contact Mm -hmm. with her. I did not let her have any form of social media until, um, several years later and I let her have Instagram Mm -hmm. and I let her have Instagram during the, like in the throes of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. because I thought maybe this will help her be able to keep connected. Right. So she's a cheerleader and has been since seventh grade. And since seventh grade, she has said to me, mom, can I have Snapchat? (laughs) Like I am the only cheerleader who does not have Snapchat. And I'm like, Sorry. <laughs> and I have, we have held to that until about two months ago. So yeah. she is 17 before she had Snapchat. Yeah. And even then I didn't really want her to have it, but then I'm going, she's going to be an adult now in less right. than a year. It's probably okay. And I feel like we have been able to teach her <laughs> right. those things. So I kind of went off on a little tangent there. I'm sorry about that, but it's just some things to really think about because yeah. I mean, yes, when you look at social media for women, I mean, even me as a 40 something year old woman, and I look at, I pull up Instagram and immediately my thoughts are, oh my gosh, how did she get that amazing skin? Mm. Um, what? Oh, that's a cute outfit. Oh, where, where do I purchase that? Yeah. I mean, those are just immediate thoughts. So I can't imagine as a teenager trying to, to delve through that. Yeah. Um, but just like Find a way to stop comparing yourself to the perfection that other people are showing you on Mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook and, you know, TikTok and all the things. I mean, um, figuring out a way to really like, like you turn, turn it off. (laughs) I mean, really, if you, if you're having that much of a problem with it, then it probably needs to just be turned off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they say like you are comparing your worst day to somebody else's highlight reel. Highlight reel, and that's yeah, all, that's it's, all it is. It's so true. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, even in here, we're on video, which I hate, by the way. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my hair, like all the things, right? And these lovely things. Um, but even in here, we have really good lighting. So yeah. even though I may not look my best, there's great lighting in here. Yeah. Like, like there are ways now. Yeah to make this like perfect mm-hmm. sp- spotless skin. And what's really funny is when I see people like maybe I graduated high school with and I've seen their Instagram or Facebook and I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> they've aged really well. <laughs> and then you run into them and can't hardly recognize them. <laughs> <laughs> any, any names? Any, what, no. You call <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to stay away from that, but it's just true. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. Well, okay. So, 
the last thing I, I think or I've got two things. If we, it depends on if we have time. Um, for the people who are on social media, though, who are currently on there, and maybe they've they've overcome this or they're in a better place than maybe people who who aren't. What is what is something they can do to help the people who may be struggling, like on their own social media? Like, is there is there anything that will will actually help? So I, years ago, I was like, I'm going to change the face of social media, you know, like, and so I, I took a picture of my bed unmade. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, look, even, you know, this is real life, right? This yeah. isn't this perfect decorated. Um, and then I was like, okay, this is silly. Like, uh, like, but, but I do think like, um, if, if you're someone who's involved in, I really think it's going to have to come from a high place. Yeah. Like it's going to have to come from the people who are celebrities. And I've seen some people like, um, follow some people who show the imperfections. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important that we show that. Yeah. Um, and I'm not on social media, just a ton. Um, but I think it's important that we aren't, you know, just showing this perfection. And, um, I love being real. Um, as, probably the realest person anybody could meet. Um, and I, I just think that we have to be real. Yeah. So. Okay. Last thing. Okay. We're, we're low on time. Um, I can talk a lot. Yeah. But I want to make sure to get this one in here because I think it's important. Um, you mentioned that like you're an introvert, you know, at, at your core. So what would you tell the, the woman out there who may also be introverted, but also just may not, not just where they get their energy from, but like is just really nervous about starting a conversation or doesn't know, you know, we have life groups available, we have serve groups available, but she's maybe a little, little afraid to take that step. What would you tell that person uh, to help them get connected? Whether sure. it's something that we're doing at our church or just finding a friend, like what would you tell that person? Um, I think find someone. So, you know, um, if we take our church, for instance, on any given Sunday, you walk in, hopefully you're greeted. Um, and, um, you know, then you, if you want it bad enough, you can find it. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean for that to be harsh or cliche, but like if you're really needing that community, I mean, again, just using our church, for example, on any given Sunday, you can walk in and you can see who the leaders are, mm -hmm. right? You can identify someone that's in a leadership position or that um, you can just tell whether it's someone at the welcome center and ask, Hey, I really want to get connected. How can I get connected? Um, you know, this, I'll use this as an example. This past Sunday, uh, there was a young girl, and I'm I'm not entirely sure if she's come to the church some, or if this was maybe her first or second time, mm -hmm. but she's young. She was a fifth, fifth grader, so that's what, like 11, 12 years mm -hmm. old. She she is asking, how do I find my class? Mm -hmm. Like, like somehow she ended up with me and was like, I, is there something for my age here? Yeah. Like, how can I get plugged in? Yeah. So here is this precious 11, 12 year old girl who's come to church all by herself on mm -hmm. a Sunday. And she's asking yeah. around until she gets the answer that she needs. I took her back to her class. She got connected. Now she knows that class is there. I mean, find, find someone yeah. like yeah. you have to, unfortunately, if you are sitting around just waiting for someone to find you, 
it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so you've got to be able to be willing to seek it out. Yeah. That seems to be, that's one of the reoccurring themes, you know, is, is it's going to take that step. It's going to be the do something. And it's that one step's probably going to be the hardest part yeah. for you after yes. that. Oh, it's, it's cake. It's easy. Yeah. Um, well, Robbie, thank you. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You mind praying, praying over, okay. praying over all the ladies? Sure. Yeah. Um, God, thank you for, um, this day and thank you for all the ladies who are listening in today. Um, God, I just pray if there is one snippet of information that was helpful, um, that you would just plant a seed in those ladies to build community and, um, help them understand how important that is in their life and in the roles that they play as they juggle all the things that they juggle. And God, I just pray peace over everyone that's listening in God, that you would just, um, comfort them and really just help them find a way to be connected. And we just love you and thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, listen, by the way, maybe you're a guy listening to this. Um, hopefully you got something out of it too. You learned a little bit about, you know, a wife, a girlfriend, a mother, a sister, an aunt, whatever, grandma. Uh, share this. If you know somebody who needs to hear this, uh, feel free to share this. Also, don't forget, uh, hit the subscribe wherever you're listening so you can get this stuff just sent right to your phone and your device. Uh, connect with us, text Cersei to 88,000. We'd love to hear back from you, how we can be praying for you, how we can help get you connected to our campus. Uh, and if you're not from New Life, then hopefully you still found this stuff uh, very helpful as well. Robbie, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks, for, thanks for asking. All right, that's it for today. Uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody.